reading in the interviews conducted by the Professor Massimini around the world, reading books was the most often mentioned flow activity, especially in traditional groups undergoing modernization. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today we look at flow, the psychology of optimal experience by Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi. So how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at decades of research on the positive aspects of human experience. Joy, creativity, the process of total involvement with life called flow. Legendary psychologist Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi famous investigations of the optimal experience have revealed that what makes an experience genuinely satisfying is a state of consciousness called flow. During flow, people typically experience deep enjoyment, creativity, and a total involvement with life. So, stick around. Till the end, I will share with you some tools I haven't used that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. What I discovered was that happiness is not something that happens. It is not a result of good fortune. It is not a result of random chance. It is not something that money can buy or power command. It does not depend on outside events, but rather on how we interpret them. Happiness, in fact, is a condition that must be prepared for, cultivated, and then defended privately by each person. Now, people who learn to control inner experience will be able to determine the quality of their lives, which is as close as any of us can come to being happy. The best moments usually occur when a person's body and the mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. Optimal experience is thus something that we make happen. However, however well-intentioned books 
they cannot give recipes for how to be happy. Because optimal experience depends on the ability to control what happens in consciousness moment by moment. Now, each person has to achieve it on the basis of his own individual efforts and creativity. Now, what a book can do, however, and what this one tries to accomplish, is to present examples of how life can be made more enjoyable, ordered in the framework of a theory for readers to reflect upon, and from which they may then draw their own conclusions. The universe is not hostile, nor yet is it friendly. In the words of J. H. Holmes, it is simply indifferent. To overcome the anxieties and depressions of contemporary life, individuals must become independent of the social environment to the degree that they no longer respond exclusively in terms of its rewards and its punishments. To achieve such autonomy, a person has to learn to provide rewards to herself. She has to develop the ability to find enjoyment and purpose, regardless of the external circumstances. Now, this challenge is both easier and more difficult than it does sound. Easier because the ability to do so is entirely within each person's hands. Now, difficult because it requires a discipline and perseverance that are relatively rare in any area, and perhaps especially in the present. Civilization is built on the repression of individual desires. It would be impossible to maintain any kind of social order, any complex division of labor, unless society's members were forced to take on the habits and the skills that the culture required, whether the individuals liked it or not. Socialization or the transformation of a human organism into a person who functions successfully within a particular social system, it cannot be avoided. The essence of socialization is to make people dependent on social controls to have them respond predictably to rewards and punishments. And the most effective form of socialization is achieved when people identify so thoroughly with the social order that they no longer can imagine themselves breaking any of its rules. Now, the solution is to gradually become free of societal rewards and learn how to substitute for them rewards that, that are under one's own powers. The most important step in emancipating oneself from the social controls is the ability to find rewards in the events of each moment. But it is not by abandoning ourselves to instinctual desires, that we become free of social controls. We must also become independent from the dictates of the body and learn to take charge of what happens in the mind. Both pain and pleasure occur in consciousness, 
and they exist only there. The mark of a person who is in control of consciousness is the ability to focus attention at will, to be oblivious to the distractions, to concentrate for as long as it takes to achieve a goal and then no longer. And the person that can do this usually enjoys the normal course of everyday life. Optimal experience. There are situations in which attention can be freely invested to achieve a person's goal. Because there is no disorder to straighten it out. There is no threat for the self to defend against. We have called this state the flow experience because this is the term many of the people interviewed had used in their own descriptions of how it felt to them to be in top form. It was like floating. I was carried on by the flow. It is the opposite of psychic entropy. We can experience pleasure without any investment of psychic energy, pleasure, whereas enjoyment happens only as a result of unusual investment of attention. A person can feel pleasure without any effort if the appropriate centers in his brain are electronically stimulated or as a result of the chemical stimulation of drugs. But it is impossible to enjoy a tennis game, a book, or a conversation unless attention is fully concentrated on the activity. Studies have suggested that the phenomenology of enjoyment has actually eight major components. When people reflect on how it feels when their experience is most positive, they mention at least one and often all of the following. First, the experience usually occurs when we confront tasks we actually have a chance of completing. Second, we must be able to concentrate on what we are doing. Third and fourth, the concentration is usually possible because the task undertaken has clear goals and provides immediate feedback. Fifth, one acts with a deep but effortless involvement that removes from awareness the worries and frustrations of everyday life. Sixth, enjoyable experiences allow people to exercise a sense of control over their actions. Seven, concern for the self disappears, yet paradoxically the sense of self emerges stronger after the flow experience is over. And finally, the sense of the duration of time is altered. Hours pass by in minutes, and minutes can stretch out to seem like hours. The combination of all these elements causes a sense of deep enjoyment that is so rewarding, people feel that expanding a great deal of energy is worthwhile simply to be able to feel it. 
distinctive features of optimal experience take place. People become so involved in what they are doing that the activity becomes spontaneous, almost automatic. They stop being aware of themselves and they separate from the actions they are performing. Now, dealing with the sense of control, one must be aware of the potential addictive power of flow. We should reconcile ourselves to the fact that nothing in the world is entirely positive. Every power can be misused. Love may lead to cruelty. Science can create destruction. Technology, unchecked, produces pollution. Optimal experience is a form of energy, and energy can be used either to help or to destroy. Fire warms or it burns. Atomic power. Energy can generate electricity, or it can obliterate the whole world. Nuclear power. Energy is power. But power is only a means. The goals to which it's applied can make life even richer or more painful. Now, the task is to learn how to enjoy everyday life without diminishing other people's chances to enjoy theirs. People who can enjoy themselves in the variety of situations have the ability to screen out stimulation and to focus only on what they decide is relevant for the moment. Why paying attention ordinarily involves an additional amount of information processing above the usual effort for people who have learned to control consciousness, focusing attention, is relatively effortless because they can shut off all mental processes but the relevant ones. It is this flexibility of attention which contracts so sharply with the helpless over-inclusion of the schizophrenic. It may provide a neurological basis for the autotelic personality. Children who grew up in families, situations that facilitate clarity of goals, feedback, feeling of control, concentration on the task at hand, intrinsic motivation and then challenge will generally have a better chance to order their lives so as to make flow possible. Families that provide an autotelic context conserve a great deal of psychic energy for their own individual members, thus making it possible to increase enjoyment all around. The most important trait of survivors is a non-self-conscious individualism or a strongly directed purpose that is not self-seeking. People who do have the quality are actually bent on doing their best in all circumstances, yet they're not concerned primarily with advancing their own interests because they are intrinsically motivated in their actions. They're not easily disturbed by external threats. It should be stressed that the body does not produce flow merely by its movements. The mind is always involved as well. To get enjoyment for, from swimming, for instance, one needs to cultivate a set of appropriate skills, which will require the concentration 
of attention without the relevant thoughts, motivations, and feelings, it would actually be impossible to achieve the discipline necessary to learn to swim well enough to actually enjoy it. Moreover, because enjoyment actually takes place in the mind of the swimmer, flow cannot be purely a physical process. Muscles and brain must be equally involved. Now, contrary to what we tend to assume, the normal state of mind is chaos. And without training, and without an object in the external world that determines and demands attention, people are actually unable to focus their thoughts for more than a few minutes at a time. And there you have it. Flow. The psychology of optimal experience. Now, please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Let's deal with the algorithm. Share it too. Spread the word. Share it. Leave a comment. Share your thoughts. Talk to me. Talk to each other. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. Buy the book. Read it. Never stop learning. Especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website. Take it. It's free. Find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. I thank you. Love and respect.